Hello and welcome to Pop, Pop Off, Sis! The show where we talk about life, current events, and, well, ourselves. I'm your co-host, Lydia. And I'm your co-host, Margo. Welcome to this week's episode. Welcome back, you guys. Hello, everyone. It's been a minute. A minute. I'm several minutes. Several, several minutes. Perhaps even an hour. Margo. <laughs> Margo, I missed you. I missed you, Lydia. Listen, guys, if you didn't know, all of our winter break episodes were pre-recorded. So Lydia and I haven't seen each other since we recorded the last episode, maybe even. I think so. So like the be- towards the beginning of December. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> so it's, it's, it's February now. Oh, my God. So it's been it's so been long. It's been too long. I missed you. We kind of like caught up before, but I yes. feel like. I don't know. We need to catch everyone up on us. Oh, yeah, for sure. How was your break? What did you do? It was good. It was very uneventful, but in the best way. Like, I told you I was going to Netflix all break, and I did that for the most part, but I was productive. I, you know, started the job hunt. Oh, my God. So much. (laughs) And I spent a lot of good time with family. Did I go anywhere? I feel like I didn't go anywhere but it was just like a lot of good family time yeah um, lots of good wholesome fun but you <laughs> somewhere and i want to hear how was your freaking trip it was amazing it was really great so we did well i went to vienna and prague with one of my good friends emma shout out emma scottson hey girl and she and i are just really like odd people we're very bizarre and it's just we haven't been able to spend more than like three days together since we were in summer camp together in high school so it was really nice we ate a lot of really delicious food we went out we we went out in Prague to this club that everyone said you know oh it's the it's a five floor club each floor has a different you know, theme, everyone hyped it up, made it out to be so great. We went on a Tuesday night, but I figured since it was winter break, it would still be popping. It was our last (laughs) night there. We get there and there is nothing worse than a five-story club when there's only 30 people in the whole club because then every floor just seems like ghost town. But we laughed about it so hard. We made our own fun. Aww. But yeah, it was it was very dead. But it was a great time. I ate so much. I drank so much. And it was just a wonderful experience. Wow. So from Prague, you went to Paris, right? Paris. And then I spent the holidays with my family there. Your yeah. family. How was that? It was good. It, I mean, Paris at Christmas time. Oh, you can't you beat like, it. You go home to your family in Paris. I like, know. It's pretty <gasps> crazy. It's just so cool. Is it cold? Like how? Like is it winter time there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was you know forties, fifties, wow. more more like forties. It was it was pretty cold, but um, it was it was nice. It, my brother brought his girlfriend. So it was her first time in Europe. What? So wow. that was exciting. I love doing touristy things. So oh. I will take any excuse to you know go to the Eiffel Tower for the millionth time. Although it's really sad. So they installed these new kind of gates around it's glass uh yeah i guess it's just glass installation around the eiffel tower you used to just be able to walk under freely and now there's all the security to even go in and i guess they must have done that in the last year because i was there before and it wasn't there Mm -hmm. and i guess it's supposed to be permanent it makes me so sad so that means 
But you can still go up in the Eiffel Yeah, Tower, yeah. So you just have to go through You just have glass. to go through security. Wow. Which is, That's I don't know, weird. it's weird. Especially because you're used to it being open. Yeah, you just stroll along under it. Um, can you, I wonder, does that, well, it's glass, but I was like, if you take pictures in front of it. Yeah, so. it's why well, usually people take pictures from further away anyways because it's so big, you right. know, you got to get that far away angle. Right. Across the street there's um uh this palace thing that was it was only built I think in the 1920s for the world exhibition that was in Paris. Um but it's it's this really beautiful building uh that they call a palace, but it's not and it, it has museums in it. But anyways, so across the street, it's called Trocadero, and that's usually where people take their pictures because you can get the whole Eiffel Tower Got it. So in it. That's yeah. Where you go. And is the, I'm scared to say, say it. Say it. Say it. The Arc de Triomphe. Yeah. I don't know. Is that is that near the Eiffel Tower? Or is that yeah, near? so it's not too far, so you just have to walk down the Champs-Élysées. Oh, and that's where the... <laughs> so pretty when she said it. <laughs> that's like a river, right? No. that oh. The river is the Seine. The Champs-Élysées... Are like the famous streets in Paris that lead to the Arc de Triomphe because, like, the Arc de Triomphe is a circle, and there's just a bunch of um, streets that lead up to it. And those streets usually have, they all have the really bougie stores. You know, that's where you'll find your Louis Vuittons, your Gucci's, your La Durée, which is the first French macaroons and all that. Yeah, very bougie. Oh, so cool! (laughs) Like you know, like a lot of people go to Paris and just Europe for the holidays and like I noticed they still do the locks on the that bridge yeah and I just think that's cool well they're starting to get rid of them though well they I had a the citywide ba- ban they take them uh, well at one point I knew even years ago they would remove them every year like, yeah because it started damaging the bridge so bad so they didn't want the bridge to collapse yeah. so but people started doing it on other bridges so people don't really know which one is the lock bridge now um, I think it's fine as long like if you went to the bridge before they took them off. I mean, it was insane. There was no mm. space to get another lock on there. Yeah, so it. and these are really old bridges, so it does affect them. But yeah, it, it's, it's a cute. It's a cute thing. I can't lie. That's kind of cute. It's like, oh, we put our little lock on there. But then it's like if you break up, you know, your locks on there forever. <laughs> well, not anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> I know it's kind of like a bad omen. That yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you had fun. I'm glad you had fun. I wish I could have gone with you. I know. Packed you in my suitcase. Wow. One day. One day. Un day. I don't know how you say it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Bonjour. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Ten points for the win. I conjugate right. I don't know what ad- What is it? Like verb, subject, verb agreement in French. Because in Spanish, it's switched. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone asked me. Okay. Listen, That's I was in French speaker. school yeah, way yeah. too long ago. <laughs> I don't remember shit. You should have seen me, like, when I traveled. This isn't going to be in it. But when I traveled around in Spain, um, they had, like, optional, like, English classes. And the girl I stayed with, like, she was honestly the best English speaker out of our group. Yeah. And she took them, like, after school. It was, like, a supplemental thing. Yeah. And I was in there, like, because they were, like, playing a game in English. Yeah. You know, Spanish isn't in it. But she would be, like, I think the w- one of the words was, like, nurse. And so they were trying to figure out, like, how to draw it. She's like, they couldn't figure it out. And I was like, I know. And the teacher was literally like, I know you know. (laughs) 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 So what's your rose, Margot? My rose is that literally a couple minutes ago, well, maybe an hour ago now, I got offered a part-time on-campus job. (gasps) What? Yay! Congratulations. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yes, maybe I won't be completely broke this semester. We will see, but it's working the costume shop, which is kind of cool. Listen, I did a class in the costume shop last semester, and not going to lie, I was low-key waiting for them to ask me to work there, and they didn't, and I just kind of accepted the fact that, you know, I'm really not the greatest seamstress i have a lot of energy i'm fun to be around but my sewing skills could be better <laughs> i'm just not gifted it's okay i can't cut straight you know mm-hmm. you can't change that i have wobbly hands i was never meant to be an artiste <laughs> i feel like most creative people can't cut straight <laughs> <laughs> cut fucking sideways <laughs> but I still got the job, Yay! so yes. Uh, oh my god, that's awesome! And you'll know. You. I mean, I know how it is having a part-time job, and you're gonna notice, like, you know, maybe you can get that c- extra cup of coffee because you <laughs> have the change now to spend. I mean, you should save as much as possible. Yeah. Don't. I know. like your idea though. But spend whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. The tips from Lydia and Margo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Spend whenever you want on a minimum wage. <laughs> but like, it, it's just a nice little security blanket, and it's yeah. you're controlling your own funds, so. Yeah, I you. like it. I'm like, oh, maybe I can get some groceries at Whole Foods now. Eggs, there you go. Mm-hmm. A couple little things here and there. You can get that salmon instead of that frozen chicken dinner. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, What's your rose? My rose is that Christmas, this past Christmas, Yeah. my siblings and I had like a really creative gift for our parents. Oh, do really tell. Well. We were like, we don't want to spend a lot of money, but like what's something that would be priceless to them? And their reactions are definitely priceless. But basically, you know how most families, like, when you're little, you take baby pictures, you know, yeah. like, with your family. And so the wall in my house, like, leading up the steps is, like, a lot of our baby pictures. Aww. And so there's one of them. Of course, there's plenty of pictures before I was born. It's just <laughs> two of them. I'm like, y'all know life didn't really start till I was born. <laughs> but there's one really cute picture of me and my siblings. And so... Our idea was to recreate that picture for, like, their Christmas gift. And do it, like, a before and after. Not before and after, but, like, a... Side-by-side comparison. So we did it, and they, like, loved it. And they were like, oh, my God. And literally, my brother, he lives in L.A., and he came home on Christmas Eve. So we had, like, one day to get it done and wrapped and copied and all that. And it was great, and it just, like, made it all worth it. So it was really nice. Wait, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Wow, you guys. Did you already have the outfits or do you have to go out and find them? I I told my brother to bring home a white shirt and then he has like his closet at home. My mom still has. So, like, we just use one of my dad's shorts. Right. I had like khaki shorts and a white shirt. (laughs) It was really an easy outfit. Wait, this is really (laughs) cute. So, yeah. (laughs) And like, you should have seen my parents. So what's your thorn? Okay, my thorn is a bit of a University of Maryland thorn. Okay. Well, specifically my major. Oh. I love my major. A whole thespian. However, a, a whole ass thespian. However, <laughs> um, we have to complete these things called 479s, which is essentially your working crew on or, or on the technical side on four productions at Maryland, which I think makes sense because... They're trying to make it so that if you're an actor that you get to try out a little bit, you know, working in the scene shop or working in the costume shop so that you have more skills when you graduate. I think it's super important. Great idea. However, there are two types of 479s you can get. One is that you work 45 hours during the semester in one of the shops. What's cool about Maryland is we have our own scene shop, our own costume shop. 
our like all of our shops are on campus prop shop everything so that's pretty cool 45 hours is one credit it's not terrible but you know you have to make time for it but you can only do two of those the other option is that you have to work crew on a show so for three weeks you know the week before opening which is the dress rehearsals and all that and then the two weeks that the show runs you have to work on the show fine right well you have to be there 5 to 11 p.m every single day except for mondays um well that's only on the weekdays and then on the weekends you can have up to you know six seven eight hours of having to be there but it only still counts for one credit. And I think I calculated it once and it was like 145 hours or something versus 45. And you're still only getting one credit. Wow. Yeah. And you have to like you don't have an option. You have to do two of these, two of the working on the shows. And I, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't yeah. understand. It doesn't seem fair. For one credit, and it's for your major. It's for your major. You have that's to do crazy. it. Crazy, because literally, I was thinking, what did you say? One hundred and forty-five. That's like yeah. three internship credits. I mean, listen, I might have been exaggerating. It's probably more like one hundred and twenty hours, but still, still, that's a lot. And I just don't. Jeez. I don't know why it's counted the same. Huh? I wonder why. Yeah, I mean, because it takes up so much of your time. Yeah, is it takes up so much of your time. I'm surprised more people within the theater department haven't said something about that. Or why, I know. You know, like, I, there has to be a reason that they would make all that work worth one credit. Right. So, yeah, that's just my crazy credit theater major situation. You know how it be, but what's your thorn, Lydia? Mine is nothing new. It's just that adulting is happening <laughs> in my life right now, as it is all of ours. But it's just really real, like... Yeah, I don't really know. There's so much to say that I have nothing to say. Just that it's coming. It's coming, <laughs> and I'm I'm ready, but I'm not. But I am, but I'm not. So, yes, it's an exciting. I feel like there's a lot of transitioning about to happen, which is which is exciting, but also kind of bittersweet. So I'm grappling with that, and I'm glad you're here for this. I'm life. bittersweet about it too. Actually, I'm just bitter. <laughs> 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 On that note. <laughs> Let us dive in to our latest and greatest pop culture events. What are we going to talk about first? Let's talk about a little bit of Bachelor. Now, my friends, I hope that you are some Bachelor fanatics the way that I am. I am a huge proponent of the Bachelor franchise. It is cheesy. It is overdone. It is drama. And I love it all. So I think three weeks ago... Peter Weber's season of The Bachelor started. So he was third runner-up on last season, which was Hannah Brown, the pageant girls season. She actually ended up single because the guy she chose ended up just literally going on the show because he was a musician and wanted exposure. Did it work? Well, yeah, because no, what happened is in one of the, on their first one-on-one, he told Hannah, he said, listen, the reason I signed up for this show in the first place was because I was a musician and I wanted the exposure, but you know, my feelings have become so real for you and everything. And she was like, I really respect that you told me that. Cause I mean, listen, everybody who's going on this franchise is getting exposure and stuff. I mean, most of them just become Instagram models after this. So <laughs> listen, we all know some, they have other agendas. Right. But she was said, you know, oh, thank you so much for telling me that. It made her really trust him. 
and then she picked him but after she picked him all this drama came out saying that he literally had a girlfriend when he left the show who he said that he was or when he left for the show that he said he was you know just going on this for exposure and that he was coming back for her and all this stuff and hannah found out through about this through a people magazine article and all this stuff came out so then she ended up dumping him mm-hmm. um anyways there was lots of tea there was lots of tea but peter was on that season guys Please watch The Bachelor. It's just so juicy. It's so juicy. I'm going to do my best. I'm not going to over explain, you know, what's happening this season because if you're not watching, you're just going to be like, I don't really care slash who are these people. But I would like to talk about, so Peter, he was a bit of a controversial choice to be The Bachelor because everyone thought he was a little bit boring. Everyone said this is going to be a boring season because when he was on Hannah's season, you didn't really learn much about him. I mean, you usually don't learn that much about the contestants anyways because the focus is on, you know, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. But you didn't learn that much about him. I mean, him and Hannah had, like, some real sexual tension. Ooh. And, you know, there was this whole line about how they fucked in a one mill, like, right. four times. Okay, I've heard this. Yeah. I was like, damn, four times four in times? one night. Because oh, at first night. she said two, but then she said four. And I was like, good for them. Oh, and listen, yeah. I think Peter is sexy. Like, I think he's good looking. Um, I just thought, I think he's a little bit boring. So the way producers are making up for the highly anticipated boring season is there has been so much drama in the house and you can just tell it's the producer stirring the pot and telling like one girl something telling another girl something and it's too much it's almost too much it's not at all really about peter it's more about the drama in the house you know maybe they edited it that way because peter was just too boring but it's it's a lot but this is what has been really rubbing me the wrong way about peter is that, you know, the whole point of this show is he's, like, dating 30 women at once, whatever. The whole thing is maddening, right? It's insane. Nobody actually goes on there because they want to get married. But he says the same shit to every girl. And most bachelors don't do this. Like, you can tell their favorites or whatever. But he literally tells every girl, he's like, this just feels right. And, you know, I can see a future with you. And I really feel something. And I'm like, he's leading like 19 women on. I I seriously think he's made them all think that they're going to be engaged at the end. I feel like that ruins his credibility. Like, I feel like then he doesn't like any of them. And there was a situation a couple seasons ago where this guy said, I love you to both his final girls he had two final girls and he said i love you to both of them and then picked one and the other girl was like well why would you tell me you love me but then you know not choose me and that was a big deal and i feel like we're gonna have another situation like that with peter i mean he just tells the girls everything i mean i literally i think when it gets down to the wire when especially when it gets down to like final four he's just gonna be telling them all the same thing and then my other issue about him is, like, literally you don't learn anything about him. It seems like this man has no personality. Like, literally all you know is that he's a pilot. He, oh, Peter the pilot. Pilot Pete. Pilot Pete. <laughs> oh, do we see him flying? Yes, like every <laughs> single episode. I swear that's the only personality he has. Like, oh, I'm a pilot. But you literally don't learn anything about, like, his likes, his dislikes, his hobbies. Like, I think this man wakes up in the morning, puts on his pilot hat, <laughs> flies a plane, gets laid, and goes to bed. You know, like, pilots. <laughs> and gets laid and goes to bed. You know how pilots talk to you like they keep you updated before you take off? He's, like, on the tarmac, like, ladies and gentlemen, this feels right. <laughs> this is the one. 
I feel like we're gonna get you know to London safely. <laughs> she feels right. Like, maybe that is just something he said. He really feels something when there's some turbulence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's all I have to contribute. I think you're right. Anyways, guys, watch The Bachelor. Let me know your thoughts because Lydia is not keeping up with it. As no. I wish, I wish it was one of your shows like Dancing with the I Stars. I know. I and so many people have told me to watch. I think I'm gonna get to that point where I'm just like, okay, fine. I watched like maybe. 10 years ago now like this girl emily maynard was on the show uh-huh that's the last one i actually watched because i got invested in her story and like her baby daddy had died in a car crash like oh shit and she was really sweet she was she was on the bachelor yeah but then she, she became the bachelorette yeah yeah so if you become it that means obviously you didn't win yeah but they've been going a little usually it's like runner-up becomes bachelor right. bachelor but they've been going a little bit off base like hannah brown was seventh runner-up Oh. But people just really liked her. Oh. And, um, I mean, I guess Peter was, was third runner-up, so that's not that far. But then Hannah comes on and is like, I want you. I feel like I made the wrong decision. But here's the thing. On national te- television, she asked out her runner-up. Mm. And so he was – Peter was literally like, I thought about it would be your third choice. No. Like, you pick somebody else. You ask somebody else out on a date and – Although Loki, I kind of want them to be together, but that's yeah. just because I'm like. So she's right now. Hannah is single. She's single. Well, yeah. I think it all also happened before she won Dancing with the Stars. So she's yeah, doing good. That, see, I, since I watched Dancing with the Stars, that's the only reason I knew about her. And then I saw that she had come on the premiere of the new season of yeah. Bachelor. I was like, she wins a show, and she thinks she can just go back to all her <laughs> other shows and stunt. No. Um, it was it was just like I think it was during filming of Dancing with the Stars and she had a day off and it was her birthday and producers were like come do this you know the producers damn. are always trying it's to stir the pot and then she like fucking sobs on screen and I'm just like anyways it's gonna be a crazy season buckle up in your plane <laughs> feels right that feels right because Peter is leading us down that tarmac that was a great summary <laughs> that was great. That was a great way to end it. Wow. Thank Hilarious. you. Thank you. We'll be watching or Googling or not. synopses <laughs> online. Okay. Really quickly, I just want to mention, because we're not going to give it much clout, because who cares, because the Ravens are not a part, <laughs> but this little thing called the Super Bowl happened yesterday, and obviously, when we film this, when me and Margot are filming this, it hasn't happened yet, but I know no. it's either obviously Kansas City one or the 49ers one. 49ers. It's a lot of red. San Francisco. Yes. Yes. KC. Kansas, Kansas City. City. Yes. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. And it's a lot of, they're, they both have like red and white colors. San Francisco has gold. Oh, KC I'm not going to be able to pay attention. Right. <laughs> so no one cares, honestly, because. <laughs> Ravens aren't in it. And the Patriots aren't in it. And people are I shook know, about that. Weren't shook. they? Didn't they get out in the first oh, round? Oh, yeah. They got out. They did not get any kind of buy or anything. They got out in the first round. <laughs> by Tom Brady. And now people are saying Tom might leave um, because I guess his contract is up or whatever. But yep. Ravens next year, just wait. But <laughs> the halftime show, are you going to watch J-Lo and Shakira? Listen, I'm pretty excited, actually. I think, who was it last year? Somebody irrelevant. I, I, I don't the remember. The last few years really just have run been together. Bad. It's like Maroon. I I don't remember since Lady Gaga. Oh. It was like Maroon 5. Yeah, my faves were Scott. Beyonce, Lady Gaga, and Bruno Mars. I thought Bruno mm-hmm. Mars was probably my favorite as okay. much as I love. And I thought Beyonce was phenomenal. Right. 
Um, but yeah, the last few years they had like I remember Coldplay, and Coldplay Katy Perry, right. and they right, they just Perry. have not had good choices. But I think it's also been linked to the whole Colin Kaepernick True, stuff. People are turning it down. I yeah. think Nicki Minaj did turn it down one year. Yeah, I just love too that Beyonce. Well, she's been on a couple times because she was part of Bruno's, I think. But then right. she had her own. Yeah, and when she did her own, that was the year the Ravens were in it, and I just love it because it was like Beyonce was our with the Ravens when we won. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. I like the Ravens. <laughs> but just tea about this J-Lo, Shakira thing, because unpopular opinion, I don't think J-Lo can hold it on her own. I mean, obviously, Shakira's going to be there, but I don't think she you don't think she can? Um, I, I think wonder, Shakira like, could hold it on her own. Yes. I, I'm, and I like it because I feel like Shakira's been out of the spotlight for a little bit, so it's like bringing know, her back. come back, baby mama. Maybe that's why she's doing it with her, because they don't think J-Lo can do it alone. Well, didn't they have that one song, or was that... Was that Beyonce and Shakira? I that do was think like they have a song. Just a beautiful lie. My singing for the episode. You got it. You're there. welcome again. Wait, they are both on that song. Right? What if Beyonce comes out for a third <gasps> time? But the tea is, I think, unless she turned it down because of Colin Kaepernick. Like, remember how Cardi and J Lo are on that song? Not money. What? Obviously not money. Car- Cardi B and J Lo have a song together. With, oh, they do. With a rapper with someone like a. Oh, maybe that'll guy. be the surprise guest. So what if Cardi comes out? I, I just feel like that would help her. I don't know why I'm blanking on the song, but this is what I think they're gonna do. I think they're gonna make it like a big dance spectacle. Okay. I, I think there's just gonna be like a bunch of dancers and a bunch of like lights and and colors and like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think J Lo is actually gonna sing that much. Definitely will be. Um, Oh, yeah. Lip sync, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Dinero. That's the name of the song. Dinero, Dinero, Dinero. That song. Um, and also, it's in Miami. And so, it's like Miami. the Latin flavor. And oh, Cardi is that Latina, makes sense. So that could also make sense. Yeah. I don't know. So, well, we, I guess. We'll see. We'll see. By this time, it'll already have happened. But yeah. I hope it lives up to to a type to a I don't type. I, I don't have that many expectations. Of <laughs> That's true. <laughs> type, <not expectations laughs> so true. Okay. Um, also, just wanted to mention, um, if you haven't already seen, that Justin Bieber has a new documentary out on YouTube. It's going to come out, like, weekly. So Oh, interesting. The first episode already aired, and I I don't know. I, like, love to hate love him. Like, right. I don't have any issues with him. What does he even do now? Because he hasn't... Is he even making music? I mean, he, he released... Like, oh, my God. Yummy is the worst yummy, fucking oh song ever. It's so I'm stupid, like, the lyrics. You know... But it's catchy, which is what I I hate. love Rihanna, but it reminds me of... Work, 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 work. Yes. It's just like one of those songs where it's like there's no real substance, and it's just catchy, and it's just right. made to be... You know they Girl, you got that yummy, 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 yummy. It was like no heartfelt thing behind it it's like let's make a hit and it doesn't even need to have a heartfelt thing like it's just so boring like i've yeah. heard this song a million times before right. by other very mediocre artists right. and i think justin bieber actually has a good voice Me too. and like i've liked his songs in the past so i'm like give us some good shit you have literally you have access to the best singer songwriters in the entire world if you can't write your own song fucking get somebody else's it's not that hard right. for you it's i feel like we could have written yummy i, I know, know. Like, <laughs> it's really not that hard but yeah he is like this documentary like in the trailer for it he revealed that he's 
going on a tour this summer. He's oh. in the stadiums, and he's like has an album coming. Gotcha. And it's he's been gone for a couple of years because of like health issues. So this is like his big return. Return. You know, he got married or whatever. He got a wifey. And then Taylor Swift also has a new documentary out on Netflix. Yeah, called Miss Americana. That. I'm interested to watch. I, I definitely want to watch that. I saw that in the trailer, it talks about how her dad, like just how everyone was really fearful of when she came out, um, like in support of, where is she from? Politics. Yeah. It, she came out for like a senator or congressman or whatever uh, that was democratic. Okay. And I remember, you know, everyone was like, where has Taylor Swift been? She's never said anything about it. And I remember seeing in the trailer, it was kind of about how, Everyone kind of told her not to have a political side. Taylor Swift gets a lot of hate, but I'm not gonna lie, I kind of love her. Oh, you do? No, I definitely used to be a Swift. No, I was never a Swifty, but like, I, yeah, I, like I her liked too. I liked her early music. Now, you know, her music's not my favorite, but yeah. I really respect her. Right. Like, for I what think. What she stands for and what she's gone through. Yeah, and just, you know, she's she's made it really far. She started off as like the cookie cutter sweetheart. And now she's transformed. Then she, you know, the last tour she was on, she was like the bad girl, the snake or whatever. And she's kind of taking control of her image, which I think is remarkable. And whether you like her or not, she's fucking successful as hell. Right. Right. Exactly. It's like all these reality stars and all these people that have these millions of dollars for quote unquote no talent. It's like you got to respect their hustle and that. Right. They made it to where they made it. Right. But yeah, like you said, I'm in, I'm excited to see in the documentary like how she goes in depth about this whole transition from mm-hmm. you know keeping her mouth shut to being outspoken to being right to literally she. writing political songs true yeah. true very interesting so let's talk about some awards <laughs> some award, award season. season jinx okay golden globes done passed did you watch i did I think I watched clips. I didn't watch. Okay. I saw little bits and pieces. Um, here's my qualms with it. First of all, the only reason there wasn't like a hashtag Oscar so white, Golden Globe so white this year was because I think the only person. Well, no, there was Aquafina mm-hmm. who was nominated and there was Cynthia Revo for Harriet. Oh, OK. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that was it. So that's still not. Yeah. Wow, I didn't think about that. Um, but my th- biggest issue with the Golden Globes and now the Oscars is that, well, first of all, that was that's bad enough. But Greta Gerwig, who made Little Women, and two years ago I think it was she made Lady Bird, which are both films that have come into such high acclaim, have you know had amazing reviews. Every year that she's come out with a movie, the actresses have been nominated for Golden Globes and, you know, Oscars and and maybe the stories have in the the books and everything, but not the director. And I'm like, listen, the actresses are great. They're phenomenal. I love Saoirse Ronan. I think she's fucking legendary. Her performance wouldn't have been what it was without the director. And all the directors this year are white male men who are making like the same stories. Also, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood keeps winning. And I'm like, that is Tarantino's worst movie at me. I stand behind it. It's his worst film yet. Like, yes, Brad does a great job. Leonardo does a great job. The movie itself is not very good. And um, and like the Joker and stuff, I'm just like... 
come on, you guys. It's time for some change. And even if it wasn't Greta, you know, there have been so many amazing movies made by women this year. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me that none of them are award season worthy, you know, but that fucking The Irishman, where it is another Robert De Niro film where he's playing, you know, a gangster, whatever, mafia, whatever. Or, you know, 1917, which is another World War One movie. No, <laughs> I was like, oh. yeah, right, right. Um, it's just, you know, I'm not saying those movies are bad, but I'm saying that you can't tell me that those are more worthy than films that are telling new stories and new voices and that have women directing them. But none, none of the films this year that were directed by women were good enough. It feels like art imitating life, like in real life. Like, yeah. you know, in politics especially, it's all about how a lot of things are old white men and right. things are changing. And it's like we're seeing that in media still, too. And media, I think, you know, generally Hollywood is considered like a liberal body and like very right. left. But it, it's mirroring politics in a lot of ways. So, Oh, for sure. And yeah. I think it just, you know, after the Me Too movement and all of that Harvey Weinstein shit, like, I think we've yeah. learned we can have some women in power. It's not such a bad thing. Ugh, that is just so crazy, like, how far we still have to go. And I know that we got to keep trekking we'll up that mountain. Right, exactly. There, we may not know how high that mountain is, but right. we can't go backwards. We can't, we can't fall. We can't fall. But on a lighter note within award seasons, yes. I, I know you are too. I am just like, I'm probably the biggest Aquafina fan. Like, I just love her. I love comics. I love, I love diversity. I love all of that. And she, to me, is just like, I don't know. She went from starting like on MTV as this rapper and on Girl Code, which was like a really silly show. And now she's literally won a Golden Globe, the first Asian-American woman, I think, in that category. I forget what the category was, but she's breaking barriers. She's making history, but she's also just so talented. So and talented. And the movie that she won for was The Farewell, which I saw that she really did a great job in. I've been meaning to see it. I haven't yet. You would really like it. Just the storyline itself is such a relatable and, like, real. Like, to me, I th- almost feel like there should be a, an awards category just for, like, effect or something. I, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, the story itself, which I won't summarize here. You guys can Google it. But the story itself is just such a real-life issue that right. I feel like that in itself is just so great. I just love when movies, like, that's why I think I really like the show This Is Us because, like, it's very, um, into- like, just real-life things. Obviously, right. re- something being relatable is the best thing it can be. So, right. anyway, I just think Aquafina is so talented, and I'm so happy that she won that Golden Globe, but she did get snubbed at the Oscars. She was not nominated for anything. Right. Um, which... You know, I'm not going to complain too much because it's a start. And I'm happy that she right. even got the Golden Globe. She's hilarious. So funny. Yeah. And, and I would love to see her in a drama role, right, though. Exactly. Yeah, I'm that's, excited. That's the cool thing is, like, this was totally out of her wheelhouse. Right. And she's, like, thriving in it. Wait, she's the best friend in Crazy Rich Agents, yes. right? She d- I loved her in that she's, role. Everyone said she's still... I think that obviously was her breakout in terms of, like... Fi- films yeah but yeah she stole that movie she oh she did it. like i rewatched for her yes. scenes you know <laughs> she, she runs on the street. she's like ah. she's like, hey, <laughs> oh my god I love it. She has wig on. yeah she's so funny i don't know we love Aquafina. someone like her i hope isn't a diva like i just hope she's like i think she is i feel like though. she'd be like a no bullshit kind of person but i don't right. think like a diva just okay. be kind of like 
don't fuck around. You know what I mean? Mm. But who knows? I have no idea. I've never met her. Last thing I want to touch on about award season is that, listen, guys, did J-Lo really need to be nominated for a Golden Globe for Hustlers? This is so bad, but it's like, we're all for women, but not this one. Listen, I I love J-Lo, but... Did we really think Hustlers was award worthy? Did we really think that that storyline and that performance was comparable? People, I've asked people about it and like they're kind of like defending why, but I just don't see it. Like, yeah, exactly. The storyline itself, they're they're playing like not that hard of characters to play. Like right. a sexy, confident woman. I mean, of course. She got on that pole and did the damn thing. Yeah. At 50 years old. Right. Amazing. But like that. I know. I'm like, did she really have to dig that? I mean, yes, I think there's like a scene or two where she's crying. But I'm like, I don't know. I didn't watch that movie and was like, oh, wow. Walked away thinking, wow, what what an incredible job did J-Lo do? Or, um... Kiki Palmer, Lily, whatever. Yeah, Reinhardt, uh, Lily Reinhardt, and um, why am I blanking? Lizzo, Cardi, who else is in it? Constance Wu. Constance Wu. Yes, thank you. I was like, why am I blinking? I didn't walk away thinking either of them really, you know, stole a show, made me sympathetic, made me. I mean, obviously, I was kind of sympathetic to the scenario, but it's just to me, it was just not. An, it's a fun movie, you know, but I think it's just a movie where they put a lot of stars in there so that it would get views exactly i don't think it's a i don't think it's award worthy i mean i don't honestly i haven't seen all of j-lo's films but she does a lot of like rom-coms you know light-hearted not that deep stuff and i don't think that hustlers was her breakout for this big oscar worthy drama role that's what i was thinking like if you just think about how long she's been acting and like this is the movie that she's getting acclaimed for it's like well, back in like the late '90s, she did Selena, which was, is oh, a great movie. Oh, right, yes. And I think I don't know if she won any awards, but I, I think it was nominated. For yeah, sure. yeah, like, I remember that. That to got. me is closer to something yes, for sure. That makes more sense. But like, right. Other than that, it. I feel like this is considered one of her biggest movies, and it's like. I really like Made in Manhattan. Love Made in Manhattan, (laughs) just for the fashion and the love. I know. Made in Manhattan, and I like Monster in Law too, which is like a random funny movie she does. Oh yeah, and there's the Wedding Planner. Right. I I actually she does all like the '90s like rom com classics, but Hustlers for me is not on the same level as The Farewell, even though I didn't see it. (laughs) You don't have to see it, and you know. And I know it's (laughs) right. It's Savage Seconds O'Clock, ladies and gentlemen. Ready, set, pop. Okay, I recently had to book a couple flights for traveling, obviously, because that's what you book a flight for. But I'm so fed up with how quickly prices change for flying. Like, there needs to be student Mm. discounts. Like, it goes up and down. It's not fair. It's bad enough that I'm missing class. I don't need my wallet to hurt. Reward me for being a world traveler, Mm. okay? Thank you. Okay, let me just say something to these damn NYC tourists. Why do you need a suitcase that is the size of a hallway to walk through New York City streets? Don't you do any research before you go to New York City? I am trekking through the city. I am trying to make my appointments. And your damn suitcases are holding up everybody. So you know what? Leave the big-ass suitcases at home. Take a backpack. You don't need much. And just enjoy the city. You don't need 10 fur coats for one trip. Thank ya. Ah! <laughs> All right, let's get some quotes out there. 
All right, so my quote today is kind of, it's trying to get me motivated for the semester because it's going to be a little crazy in the beginning. So my quote is by Alex L. And it is, work harder than you think you did yesterday. Mm. You better work. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) We really want to do an ASMR episode. Yeah, what are are your thoughts and feelings? I think we should. I think we should get an ASMRist. Whoa. On it, and they can like teach us how to do ASMR. My quote is by Jim Ron, and it says, How long should you try? Until. Thank you for joining us for another great episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We shall see you in two weeks. Bye. And that is our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at popoffsis.podcast and our personal accounts at Lydia underscore underscore Parker and at mtruve. Be sure to check out all of our episodes at popoffsis.wixsite.com slash website. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time.